Hello there, my sold out Christians. This is our Dr. Monica Hanchett coming to you with the word of God uh, from the book of Genesis 25 and 27. Let us all remember James 4 and 8. You stay close to God, God will stay close to you. Genesis 25 and 27. Birthright for a bowl of stew. I read to you um, this story concerning um, these two sons. They're kind of different, just the way God created us to be. Kind of different, even though we came from the same room. Genesis 25 and 27. After Abraham had lived to be an old man and had seen his son Isaac grow up and marry a fine and beautiful wife, he died. From the years long before when God had called him to leave his home in Ur, he had followed God's every command. He had even been ready to sacrifice his own son, Isaac. When the Lord asked him to do that, God had blessed Abraham for his goodness, even though some of his promises did not come true until many years had passed. Abraham had became the first of God's specially chosen people, chosen to learn his ways. And to this family, one day, God planned to have his own son be born. Until then, he planned to watch over and lead his people, the children of Abraham, and to give them the land of Canaan for their home. Now Isaac and his wife Rebekah were like Abraham and Sarah. They too were married a long time before they had any children. Like Abraham, Isaac wondered how God was going to make theirs a great and wonderful family when they had no children. Rebecca wanted to borrow a baby very badly. And Isaac prayed to God that he would give her one. I'm reading from the book of Genesis 25 and 27, a birthright for a holy soup. God heard. Isaac's prayer, and he answered it by giving them not one son, but two. Twin boys. Now, some twins are just alike, but these were very different. The first one to be born was a red little boy covered with soft hair. They named him Izu, which means hairy. The second baby was smooth-skinned and pink, and they called him Jacob. Before the babies were born, God had told Rebecca a strange thing about them. He had said, these children are to be two different nations. One people will be stronger than the other, and the older should serve the younger. As the twins grew up, it certainly appeared that Izu was the stronger. He was a rugged boy who loved to hunt and stay outdoors. Jacob was not weak. But he was quieter and, and more gentle. It was too bad that those boys were against each other from the beginning. Yuzu, with his red face and thick hair, was Isaac's favorite. After a day of hunting, Yuzu will bring Isaac some um, of the deer meat that he had gotten and tell him of his adventures of the hunt. Now Isaac loved to eat the meat and listen to Yuzu. He was proud of his strong son. and He loved Yuzu best. Jacob, however, was his mother's favorite. Rebecca could see that Jacob was stronger in goodness. 
After the boys were grown, Yuzu continued his life of hunting. Jacob was the family's shepherd and farmer. One day, probably, as he was in the field with the sheep or working with the crops, Jacob stopped to build a fire and cooked himself a little pot of stew. As he was stirring it, Yuzu came in, tired and hungry, from an unlucky hunt. When he saw a stew Jacob was cooking, he asked Jacob for some of it. Perhaps uh, there was only enough for one, and Jacob argued with him about it. Finally, Yuzu grew very tired and said, I would give anything I own for something to eat. Even your birthright? asked Jacob. What good would a birthright be to me if I died of hunger? Answered Izu. Promise of birthright shall be mine, and it still will be yours, said Jacob. So Izu promised and eagerly ground the, the mess of pottage, as stew was sometimes called. Just that easily, Izu gave up the greatest thing he owned. You see, the birthright usually belonged to the oldest son. And it meant that when the father died, he would be the head of the family and own all that the father had on. It also meant that he would be the leader of the family, the wisest one, the one closest to God. But just a little food to make him happy. At that moment, Uzu traded these blessings. Actually, this foolish trade had a place in God's plan. Although neither Izu nor Jacob nor their parents realized it, God was letting this happen to make true his promise to Rebecca that the older shall serve the younger. Izu, the older, had given up the birthright to Jacob, who was the younger. And that is the conclusion of the story that I'm sharing with you, um, a birthright for a bowl of stew, uh, coming from the book of Genesis 25 and 27. Now, as we go through life, many of us are the, the Rebecca's. You know, we have children and we love one over the other and our parents are that way. And then we have our children that we don't know whomst we are. We, we know our gifts and we know our talent, but our worth. Sometimes in life, things are generational that if your parents didn't learn it, you don't know how to revolve and learn it for yourself. It's the internal things that make you more greater than your external. Because your muscles will fade. And your beauty will also. But it's on the inside of you. When you are connected to God and you stay connected to Him, you'll know who you are and your worth and your value. You will not give up your greatest asset, which is your mind. Okay? I mean, Satan don't really need your muscles. He don't need your food. He's, he's after your mind. Because if I got your mind, I've got you. But in those days, growing up, you know, the birthright was a very um, lucrative thing to give up and just for some food to eat. What are we giving up to have spots in our life? What are we giving up to lose our soul for an extra hundred to $300,000 a year for that evil dollar? No, the dollar's not evil. According to how we go about giving, it makes it that way. Are we giving our time to God? Are we praying? Are we fasting? What are you doing to show God that I'm not going to be that easy? I'm let Satan fight for it. 
and I'm going to pray, and I'm going to fast. I'm going to read my Bible. Now, you are the building. Yeah, you can go leave your zip code and go to another zip code to go inside of a church and worship God amongst other believers. Not that you know of them or what they're going through because spirits go off of one another. But when you have that hedge of protection over you and you know whom you are, you will not give away your greatest asset. You'll keep building on it and multiplying it underneath the blood of Jesus. And I want to tell everyone, nation to nation, country to country, every hair color, both genders, that you are worthy of the value that God says you are worthy of. Your soul is not worth you know, the $50,000 car. That's nothing for God. When you read his word, you share his word, you walk his word. A pair of lips can say anything. It's your walk and your actions, your dress code. And then make it that, that much more complete with God. When you know that this person is living an immoral life and you still consider to socialize with them. You just Abraham and move away from them. I know who your father is. I know these things. That's why I say move. I'm going to supply everything just for your obedience alone. You'll never be hungry. You'll never be begging for bread. Okay? I need to get your mind together. So when I bless you by the month, by the week, by the hour, I know what you're going to do with your time. I know what you're going to do with your blessings. And I want everyone to be blessed and let no evil rise up against you in Jesus' name. From the top of your head down to the soles of your feet, underneath the B-L-O-O-D, underneath the blood of Jesus, favor and grace and mercy.